Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is April 24th. This weekend, the Pirates lost a baseball game by three touchdowns, and I don't really care. <laughs> We're going to do this thing again this year. The magic number is four, guys. Four. And this pitching staff has been a roller coaster so far this season. One of those old wooden roller coasters that uh, have those really fun parts in them, you know what I mean? But then you also, uh, they make you worry about the sounds they make when it first starts climbing the hill. Yeah. And then that one turn where you actually thought it was going to break. And then at the end, you still felt oddly okay about it and thought it was fun. I don't know. And let's talk again about when uh, you start to worry about guys and sign other guys to long-term extensions. Let's go Bucks. My name is Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother, Jake. What's up, Jake? How we doing, man? Doing all right. Um, I mean, the weather this weekend? So nice. So nice. Wow. I always love that first, like, 80-degree day where you sit there and go, I'm not going to survive this summer. It is way too hot. And you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, pretty soon. And then I, I looked at our, I looked at Keely, our daughter, one time, and I was like, hey, you know what's cool? Because she was like, I'm wearing pants. This is terrible. <laughs> and I was like, you know what's pretty cool? There's going to be a time in July where it's going to be 80, and you're going to be like, oh, this is such a nice day. It's so cool out. <laughs> you're going to be fine, kid. Yeah. I got, I got to get out and play some ball, and it had a blast. It yeah, was dude. even a little, little warmer out there. I was on some turf fields. Yeah, I bet. Well, it got but, up to like 85 on Saturday. Yeah, I, I absolutely, I am a huge warm weather guy and I loved every second of it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously being big baseball guys, the warmer weather is definitely better for us. Yeah. But as far as the Pirates this week, uh, you know, you get sweeped by Milwaukee and you get beat 21 to nothing. But then, you know, you're at the end of that. It was what I was talking about the starting pitching too. You're at the mm-hmm. end of that and you're kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling okay right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. We're 500. We started the week. Uh, well, we started week over, right? And then, so the first game we lost to Milwaukee, we went to 500. So, I mean, like you're kind of there. You're kind of like, yeah. okay. Uh, before we get started, uh, we talked about this warm weather and I got to tell you, we got out today. Actually, you were out here today before you went mm-hmm. back home. We got outside. We got to hit a little bit and we got to take the, the, uh, the Swearingen bats out there and take some cuts. That yep. sound is so nice. Guys, if you haven't checked out Swearingen Bat Company yet, do so. Uh, but we'll actually tell you a little more about that later. Um, let's get going. Bucks Clippers. We had some moves. Uh, Chase DeYoung called up and Rowanzi Contreras sent down. And then the weird part of that, which is kind of like, okay, well, that's kind of, I'll get your thoughts on that for a second. But then Oviedo DFA'd to make room for Chase DeYoung, a 28, 29 year old, however old he is right now, who like, okay, we saw him pitch to a six ERA last year. Like what, what's the deal? You got any thoughts on these guys? Uh, I, I think the, I think the big thing with Rowanzi going down is they just, they want him starting. They want him in a starting role 
Uh, he's been, he's been, he's pitched fine. He's missed a couple spots and he's paid for a couple spots. But other than that, he's, he's looked pretty strong. Um, as far as Chase DeYoung goes, I don't think he's an all, like, obviously don't think he's any type of all-star. I don't think he ever will be, but I, I, I don't not like Chase DeYoung. Okay. He's all right. So on he's the, not gonna, he's not going to pitch a lot. On the Rowanzi thing, too. I mean, at some point, they're going to shut him down. I got a little nervous when they called him up, and I think we we talked about it, too. Like, 61 innings last year. He's not going more than, like, 100, 110 innings. I can't imagine. So, if we do stretch him, and that's combined. If we do stretch him out down there, and he comes up earlier than expected, I don't think this is a... I don't think you have to worry about this being... um like a service uh, uh, service time manipulation thing. I really don't. No. Because I think they're going to shut him down at some point anyway, and he's not going to get his service anyway. Right. Like, honestly, I, 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 I know that it's easy to say that because he's a young player and you, oh, the service time. It's. I just don't see, for me, as a fan, and what I'm thinking is like, dude, what am I going to make sure that he gets me to 70 wins? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I... Uh, that's where I'm at with it. He's not going to pitch m- m- much more than a hundred innings. I I just don't see that happening, and right. especially with it being an elbow injury last year, I just don't see that happening. Therefore, I'm okay with this, but I'm actually a little bit nervous about stretching him out. Like if he's back in May, because we know that the innings in the major leagues are going to be more impactful than the ones that you pitch at AAA or whatever. But I you know I would put this guy on like a make sure that he has six days rest or you know, five full day re- full days of rest anyway before he yeah. throws again. Figure out a way to spread him out so that we can see him maybe in June. And then even then, I don't know that he finishes the season there. Yeah, it's tough. I, and I, I don't necessarily think putting him in the starting role is meant for stretching him out, which, I'm, which it is, but... I just mean it as in you you want him prepping, game prepping for starting a game. No, I know that. I just mean like he's being sent down to stretch out so that he can start. I mean, he hasn't thrown more than 40 pitches, 40-some pitches in a game yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so he, there is some stretching out that's needed as well before because he was good enough to go in the starting rotation for the Pirates. We're going to talk about the starting pitchers. Right, he was good enough to do that right now. Although, if I was a starting pitcher who's not in that rotation, I'd be like, no, 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 I'm gonna wait till this thing's over. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and then Luis Oviedo, which I think is really interesting. Um, I mean, you kept this guy on your forty man all year last year, or on your active roster all year last year, which to me is an investment. Yeah, and then you just. Let's see if he goes on waivers. And I haven't seen, I don't think anybody's picked him up yet. Um, boy, I should have looked that one up. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe he clears waivers and we get to keep him. That'd be great. But then you're just going to have to deal with that again. If he, if he turn, if he has a good year or, you know, shows signs, I mean, you got rule five coming up next year and, you know, we've got yeah. a lot of guys at this point. Uh, we've talked about the turnover we think is going to be on this roster, and I, it, I hate to say it, but Rule 5 picks are either going to be turned over and other people are going to take them 
or yeah. we're going to fill up this roster with so many young guys that we're not going to have an opportunity to bring anybody else in. But anyway, that's for another day. The very next day, Friday, reinstated Anthony Alford from the injured list and sent Hoy Park to AAA. You guys, if you've listened to this, if you've listened to us for very long, you know where I'm at with this. And I'm just, I, I don't care if the guy would be a good running back in the NFL. That doesn't mean he's a good baseball player. And right. I, and I'm not even saying that the guy's not going to be a good baseball player, but I think he's had his chance here and it's time for him to have his chance somewhere else. That's where I'm at with it. I, I just don't, I understand the idea of like, yeah, but then we finally get another outfielder. Good point. That's about where I stop with it. I mean, really, man. Really, that's where I stop with it. And as a as a result, Hoy Park goes to AAA, which I'm also in favor of. <laughs> or right. I'm I'm actually, I should say, I'm actually in favor of. Mm-hmm. You 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 replaced one guy for the for the next. Now the, Hoy Park to me Boy, in spring training we talked about the the at bats he was taking. It was like, man, he's just putting together really good at bats. Is you know this doesn't look like, uh, you know what we saw last year, and then yeah, basically yeah, it was it was exactly what yeah. we saw last year. Uh, he he's not he yeah. I guess I was a little bit surprised watching him a little bit closer this year. I was a little bit surprised that like defensively, and I'm not talking about right field, like just not impressed at all. Not yeah, anywhere he's at, I'm not impressed. Right. I was expecting more of more defense from him. Yeah. Like I saw, he just it. didn't show it. I was like, no, if anyone on our roster, I'd be, I'd be better with. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that was that move. Uh, don't get too sad <laughs> 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 because he played Friday and Saturday got a, got a hit in a game that was a piece of garbage anyway. Yeah. And then he was DFA'd to make room for Bo Solcer who was recalled from Indy today, had to be added to the 40-man and the active roster, which Anthony Alford fulfilled both of those things, and he's been DFA'd. I, I, I honestly don't think anybody picks him up. <laughs> I just don't think yeah, it's going to happen. I don't, either. I don't either. He might end up in AAA, or he might... He does have the option to decline the... He has the option to decline. And, and go to free agency. Right, and then also they have the option to release him whether he declines or not. Right. Put my vote in on that. <laughs> I don't like to say, you know what I mean? You know how I am. I don't like to say yeah. things like that about people. I just think that if he's going to do it, it's going to be somewhere else. He's had his chance here. I hope he does well somewhere else. <laughs> um. Hey, I know that you brought this up before, so let's do this. Miguel Cabrera, 3,000 hits. Giving one Great pretty job. cool. I I watched all of his at bats. I I I watched the whole game because it was a day game the other day, and I was like oh for three. And then they intentionally walked him, mm-hmm. and it was like oh everybody was mad. Uh, that's fine. Uh, yeah, he gets it. He gets it. They get it. I think everybody wins in this situation. Like you know, when he came. I was watching. They should have walked actually, him. By the way, in yeah. in the con, you know, in the game in baseball, you walk yep. him. Hundred yep. percent, and absolutely, and the hometown crowd should boo you for doing it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So all, everything about it made sense. Yeah, it was all perfect. 
Um, but I like what he said because when he got close or whatever and they were like, blah, 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 he was like, well, we didn't win, so it didn't matter. Yeah. And then the next day he went over three with an intentional walk and he's like, yeah, but we won, so I'm cool. Yeah. Like it's all fine. <laughs> so, But he eventually got it. And they won the game. And they won the game. Which I was happy about because I don't know what his response would have been. <laughs> that would have been awkward. Yeah. Also awkward that like Iglesias was the first guy to to meet him. I'm like, I eh, probably like, I think it's cool. Like it's, it is what it is, but like you ran over there <laughs> and yeah. beat his teammates to him. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but, I mean, dude, 3000 hits, 500 homers, triple crown, only player in history. Yeah. And I, they were kind of, I saw so cool. a graphic where they were kind of going through all the different things about him. And it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, 3000 hits, 500 homers, and a batting champion and a home run champion. And when you get to that, it was like, oh, just him and Hank Aaron. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there yeah. was a bunch of other ones too, but like, so they, they kept whittling down the list. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude's, dude's good. Mm-hmm. Dude's real good. Yep. Um. All right, so Pirates here. Swept by the Brewers, three games. That place is a terrible place to go and play. Um. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "What are you doing?" I can't I, stand it. Yeah, I, I can't stand playing there. Here's the thing, though. I just don't get it. When you watched Yelich hit, is he kind? Is he getting kind? Is he kind of getting back? I saw some, like I saw a place where, or maybe it was a buddy of mine said, hey, he's flying out, like he's still struggling, but like he's flying out, but he's flying out to the warning track, and so that means like he's close. And then I was watching those games, and I was like. Yeah, most of the Pirates just flew out to the warning track, too, and they weren't hit good. <laughs> the ball just flies there. Yeah. But also, I wasn't most of the Pirates. But I remember seeing, like, three or four guys kind of hit a ball, and I was like, oh, dang, off the bat, I said, oh, dang. Like, it was a routine. Fl- and then I was like, oh, he pushed him to the warning track. But <laughs> but then I was like, oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe it's just yeah. easy to hit it to the warning track. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know. I he hits the grand slam, but that was a change up left up in the zone. Just a really bad pitch. Thompson shouldn't have shouldn't have been pitching there. And that's a very good point. That's a very and and that's been heavily uh expressed yeah on the twitters. Yep. Um yeah, I mean it's not it's not like we're not taking guys out after 3 innings. <laughs> right. We absolutely could have, but yeah, that's crazy. Castillo gets his first homer in that game. Yeah. But who cares? Cause we lost, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but go to that next game because today kind of flows into that next game and, and maybe, and we'll get into this later, but Brubaker really has one bad inning. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know where he's at, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Rowanzi did pitch that day. Uh, and that was his last time out there was absolutely, uh, absolutely electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we lost that game and then the sweep was, was, uh, was there, uh, Mitch Keller probably was the best start we'd seen from him. Oh yeah. Was really good, but that kind of, that kind of gets away, uh, which is something that you're going to talk about a little bit later, I think too, with, uh, Miguel Yujore. Um, so then it's go to Chicago and it's like, okay, what do you got to do here? 
You want to win three out of four if you really want to make that Milwaukee series feel okay, right? Right. And that's exactly what they did. Even though, Jake, you're wearing a hat with 21 on it. And I get the Roberto Clemente thing, but you think it's too soon? <laughs> you think maybe you think maybe the 21's a sore spot for these guys listening to this podcast right now? They don't want to see that. My thank, bad. Thank you. Jeez Louise. I thought about naming this episode like Clemente to nothing. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to associate him with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, shoot. I, we still can't get out of this first inning garbage or at least like first couple innings. I guess you could kind of extend it to say first, cause a couple first innings have been clean, but then the second inning has been bad. That was the brew breaker. We just talked about was the yeah. second inning, but Bryce Wilson, three innings. Quintana can't get out of the fifth. Which was actually a little bit of a better start, though. Um, Kitana, Kitana's not been bad. He's he's looked pretty good so far. Yeah, it's really. He's, he's got two starts, right? Yeah, two, two starts. Uh, three now. Three now, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it really hasn't been awful. And he he walked some guys in that game, so that's you know obviously, you wonder when that you know mm-hmm. when that's going to break a little bit. And then Thompson, dude, four earned runs. Two innings. It was so ugly. And yeah, there were some errors. He could have been out of that. It could have been a lot yeah. different. But it's one of those things where it's, it's, uh, mama said there'll be days like this, right? And the thing is, is if you go back and you win on Sunday, who cares about 20? It's one loss. Honestly, right. if they would have lost today, especially if they would have lost by like more than four runs or something like that, like it would have been like, you got to be kidding me, man! But they didn't. They right. They came back. They can't. I mean, they came back and they, but, you know. But they just came back and they just played a regular game. Like that's right. the other thing. They didn't come back and like, well, now we're going to score ten, and then it's like, oh yeah, we fire. But no, no, no. It was literally like, we don't care, dude. That was yesterday. Yeah, we moved on. This is today. It really doesn't matter. And you know, you kind of think of that, and it's it's not a big deal. And if you sit there and hang up on, like, dude, it's one game. You play 161 other ones. Right. You know what I mean? If they lose 90 games, it has nothing to do with that one game as much as it has to do with the other 89 games that they lost. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? When you get to right. 90, you'd be like, boy, if we wouldn't have lost that 121 to nothing. <laughs> what right. about the one you lost two to one? It's the same thing. Yep. And that's why I'm like, I really don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter how far the ball went. A home run's a home run. Yeah. They're not going to give you two if you hit it 450. That's right. You're not getting two losses if you lose 21 to nothing. Still one loss. Still one loss. I, I So that's, you know, I would I would lose. If, if I had four-game series, how many do you get a year? I don't know. But if I'm in, going into a four-game series and somebody tells me, like, hey, you can win three out of four, but that one you lose, has to, you have to lose by 21. I'd be like, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I'll lose eight games or whatever by 21 runs if it means I can take all of those series three games to four. 100%. I don't care. I mean, yeah. sucks for the pitchers of that day. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, Diego Castillo now gets to make his pitching debut and gives up four runs. Dude's <laughs> ERA right now is 36. I mean, what are we going to do about him? <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. What a day. Diego's like, I'm over three with a strikeout, and then you're gonna put me on the mound. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing though. 
we were running around like crazy that day. We just had a lot of things on the day. We have some things to get done. Katie's about to pop this baby out. Is that how you say things? Pop the baby out? I don't think it's right. I don't think it's how you say that. That sounds like, anyway. You can say what you want. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> I, say, I call them gyros, right? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the thing is, is we just, we were like, we got to get some things done. So look, I didn't watch, but I think I, I flipped it open in the first inning when he was into some trouble. I saw him score a run, and then like Katie gets back in the car. It's time to go, turn it off, and, and then it never. I never turned it back. Well, because then it was like I look at my phone later, and I was like, oh, it's 8 nothing. Nah, I'm just not going to pull it up. <laughs> oh, it's 13 nothing. So then finally we get out of Costco or something. I was like, we lost 21 to nothing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> holy cow. So I didn't even get to see that game. Uh, and I was like, that's a good day to miss. Yeah. Good day to miss a game. Yep. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring that in. We're 8-8. Eight and eight, And I did this all year last year. All year last year I talked about this. And it looks like we're going to do it again. I mean, baseball, what? Go ahead. You got oh, something. I, I, I do. You do, I do have something. I What's up? I almost forgot to, yeah. That. So we lose 21 to nothing. We come back and win the series. That is the first, look this up. It's the oh, yeah. first four-game series win at Wrigley Field since 2006. It's not easy to take a four-game series. Dang, girl. Oh, you say it's not easy, but also I'm saying, yeah, that's a long time. It's a long time. We had some I'll good years 20, in there. I will trade that 21 to nothing loss. To get that off the get that off our backs. Yeah, and it's the other thing. What was it like a series win? Greg Brown, you said Greg Brown said it just uh, a regular yeah, series. Greg Brown win. or somebody mentioned it on the game. It was, it was just a series first series win at Wrigley Field since 2018. So I mean, even that's 2018. Big, which that I believe because we haven't been good, but right. Still, I mean, I'll trade that. I'll trade that to get you know to reset that clock. Yeah. So I mean, like my buddy Josh was texting me and he said. Are the Cubs that much better than the Pirates? And I'm like, I could say the same thing. We just took three out of four. Right. We've taken four out of six in on the season so far. Did I do that math right? Four out of five. No, four out of six. They beat us. We split it the first week. That's right. It was only a two-game series. It was only a two-game series, yeah. Yeah, and we split it. Yeah, so four out of six. By yep. the way, I asked him if that was really good because my math has been really bad today. <laughs> for whatever reason, there's like a hole in my brain and I've, I've named, a, I've, I've like lined up a couple of things and Jake was like, uh, dude. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's going to be my fact check on the numbers. Cause for whatever reason, major brain fart over here. So back to the, back to the next thing here. Um, <laughs> four runs. This is what I talked about all year last year. Four runs. Score four runs. So we're 0-8 this year in games where we score less than four runs. 0-8. I know if we would have scored four in some of those, we wouldn't have won, but that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) I think had we scored four runs in every game we've lost, we still would have lost six of them. With the home opener, we would have won. And then I think we lost, well, one of the games of the Brewers this week was 4-3, 4-2. Uh, scroll up four to three. That was the Cubs. Go a little bit further, four to two. So we would have had to push extra innings there and and do something with that. 
But the other games, six losses. So that's fine. Uh, but in games where we score four or more runs, we are a no. I mean, part of that too, when you're scoring runs, you know, sometimes some of those runs that the other team's scoring, they may not score because you have the momentum. A hundred percent. But that's what I'm saying. Depends on when you score the four runs too. Yeah. But, like if we would have scored four runs in that 21 to four game, we would have had to change the numbers or 21 to nothing game. It would have been 21 to four. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, in games where we score four more, we're eight and one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But still, right. I mean, I that this is crazy, 0 oh, and 8 and 8 and 0, oh, because it, it's usually not quite that separate. You know what I mean? But this is like, all you got to do is score four runs and you win. Right. Even though, like I said, some of those games were like 9 to 5 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think they were 9 to 4, two 9 to 4 wins. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's like... Just score four runs. I know it's easier said than done. Right. But that's where, we're, uh, th- th- you know, I just, I went on and on and on about it last year. That's your magic number. Get to four. See where you go from there. I understand our problem is we we usually have given up four before we even get to the third inning. So <laughs> we're going to have to do better than that. But it's just there. And I'm going to bring it up because I do. Score four runs. I think because it takes a little bit. We talk about the pitching all the time. All oh, the pitching is why we're losing. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Looks like right, right now, if we don't score four runs, we lose. <laughs> <laughs> there will be some games that we don't score four runs that we'll win. Absolutely. Uh, they just haven't happened yet. So here we are, 16 games. And we're 0-8 in games we score less than four runs. So... Any notes, any other notes from this week's games? Any of the guys that, uh, you know, aside from pitching, since we're getting into pitching next, um, anything else this week? I mean, oh, man. I mean, I will say, actually, do you have anything? Do you have any hitters that, that are that are kind of standing out that this just, just from this week? A tough week for Reynolds. Yeah, again. Um, Hayes continues to hit. Yeah, best player right now on the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Newman seems to be trending up. He's hitting the ball hard still. Don't tell Twitter. Right. They'll hate you. But he is. I mean, he's over three Saturday, but that once again, 21 to nothing. Mm-hmm. But two hits today. He's up to 222. And it's not just that. Um, what was it? The other day he was one for three, and one of his hits was like 88 miles an hour, and it was a hit. And then the two times he got out, they were over 100. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's tough. I mean, that kind of stuff happens, you know? That's baseball. Well, but maybe, maybe it's, it was one for four. It was, uh, it was Wednesday. It was one for four. 88 mile an hour line drive to right field, which is a fine hit. Like that's average, right? They say like 90 is average. So 88 is basically 90. So that's average. And then he hit two over a hundred and gets out on him. And I think he struck out once, but either way, I'm like, Maybe Newman's game isn't hitting the ball hard. <laughs> Maybe he needs to stop hitting the ball hard. I've seen him fly yeah. out to like deep outfield a few times, and it's like that's not that ball he hit today, dude. Was like 107 off the bat for that double, the go ahead mm-hmm. double, dude. That ball was smoked. Yeah. Other than that, it, it, there's pitching. I mean, like we saw big weeks from from Crow, from Peters, uh, from Bednar. Like, especially in this Stratton. Chicago series, even Stratton, in this Chicago series, we saw 
uh, some some nasty stuff. And that's what we're going to talk about next. But let's go ahead and get a break, and then we'll get into that pitching, and we'll get into some other things too. Cool? Sounds good. All right. Let's take a break. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform. Video podcast available on YouTube. Follow subs, likes, comments, replies. All that helps. Talk to us. We'll be right back. All right, we're back here on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Swearingen Bat Company is Ohio's premier wood bat company specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from T-ball to senior league. Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. We do have the link in the show notes. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is Swearingen Bats. You can find them on Facebook as well. They post a lot on Facebook. Uh, we talked about it before the show that we went out and hit with these bats today outside a little bit. Uh, granted, we were hitting softballs because we're old men, but... Uh, <laughs> Still sounds good, man. Dude, they're so cool. And one of the guys was there and was like, this is the coolest bat I've ever seen. And I'm like, dude, I love it. <laughs> it's heavy because I got that. It's that real heavy one. Yeah. But, man, it's fun. Uh, so we had we had a bunch of the guys. We're all swinging them and everything. Um, but it's pretty fun. Really cool bats. Really nice bats. Yeah. Uh, go check them out. Like I said, we will put links in the descriptions in that. If you're at all interested in buying a wood bat, even if it's just something like you can customize a lot of things. So even if it's something you want to hang on your wall, some of them look really, really cool that you probably mm-hmm. could get something. You know what I mean? Kid yeah. hits his first home run or something. You want to buy him a little bat that says first homer with a date or whatever. You could, I don't know if people do that. Do people do that? They have balls. They do that with. Yeah, you should do the balls, but you can do that. <laughs> if, you, if you're loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what made me think of that. Anyway, you could do that if you wanted, <laughs> but they, they you can customize them, right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of things you can do. Uh, that'd be really cool, but it's good for like, if you win a big tournament or something like that, I know the travel ball is big. If you win a big tournament, you know, kids can get bats with that tournament on it and that they won and it's a nice little display thing. Yeah. They also have like, a, I mean, I think I've said it before on here. I've got one, the wiffle ball bat. Mm-hmm. Literally it's like, it looks exactly like the regular long yellow wiffle ball bat, except it's a wood bat, which is super cool too. Yeah. I have one that's similar to that. It's not the actual wiffle ball model. It's just a real thin one. And, you know, I, I swing and hit the hit little squishy balls with it Yeah, to help hand-eye coordination. They got a lot of things on there. Look at their website. Check out all the different designs they have. They have some of the ones with the the fat handles on them for the for the training stuff and right. it, it's good stuff. Yeah. Some guys that don't want you to use them very much are pitchers. And we're going to talk about <laughs> pitching. <laughs> we're going to talk about pitching because this has been uh it's been weird. Because yeah, it's... it's really a tale of two stories, right? Mhm. And we're getting to that point um, the kind of the next thing we're going to talk about a little bit is like, where do we get to that point where we're saying, all right, can we react to how they're doing? Like, are we done waiting? Right. To see if they're going to be okay. Yeah. I think we're starting to see some signs from some guys, uh, on the pitching staff, but this first second inning thing, like we talked about before has been super weird. It just feels like even 
as pitchers are starting to get it, all of a sudden Kevin Newman makes two errors in one inning. Like what? Right. Of course, that might have just been, you know, the hoax that somebody put on the team or whatever, but yeah. not the hoax. What do they call that? Hex. Hex. I got to keep checking with you today. <laughs> this, is a, this is a weird day for my brain. The old malarkey. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you think about it and you say, is it time to start reacting? Spring training is typically, what, 30 games? 28 yeah. games? We're in game 16 plus 18 spring training games. We're 34 games. So we're there. This we're, is the we're, season. We're at the yeah. beginning of the season. Yeah. So let's let's go pitching first, and we'll get into that. Because we're getting some starts, and we're looking at this starting pitching. If you're going to say that you have areas where you're excited and areas where you're putting your hand on your forehead, uh, they're there. They're there for the Pirates. Uh, the, the starting pitching staff straight up is this. Great. Right? And then you go to Will Crow, Dylan Peters, David Bednar, Chris Stratton, Heath Hembry, Anthony Bonda even getting involved. Like, really good. Yeah. Up there with the rest of the league. Uh, just super solid all the way through. Um, there's a few that are struggling. So you getting the dogs out of the way there? You hear it's yeah, a, little, they, it's a they, little grunt. There's a little so they, grunt. They in love there. they love these marrow bones, but they're so loud when I'm recording. Yeah. So let's break it down a little bit. Mitch Keller is the guy that everybody is watching right now, like a hawk. Every pitch you say, I like that pitch. Oh, I don't like that pitch. Right. So yeah. he's on a microscope right now. Overall, I'm actually. I'm actually still hopeful for this season for him. I can hear him. Anyway, I'm actually hopeful for the season for another him. one. I need to get less of these. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you're watching on the YouTube, Jake's hilarious right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Mitch Keller, I'm still kind of looking forward to his season. I'm still hopeful that this is a good year for him. Yeah, I feel like there's been a and, lot of signs to show that. Yeah, he's definitely that that last start. I hope that was his kind of his turning point. Right. But we said that in games last year, too, and he'd come out the next game. And it yeah, was but last year bad. it was so like so one different. good, one bad, one good, one bad. He yeah. hasn't had has he had like that bad start yet? You know what I mean? Like the like yeah, last I mean, year, there were clear to. cut like yeah. he was bad today. Yeah. And and I just don't know that he's really that he's really had that. I'm I'm looking at his game logs now, and we've got the game where he goes four innings, gives up four runs, he goes three and two thirds and four runs. But I still felt like there were things that we walked away from those games and said, if he does this better, yeah. I guess that second game against Washington was b- because it was he couldn't get out of the fourth inning, and he had the three walks. But then he comes out, he walks nobody. He strikes out seven against Milwaukee, who's swept us. Right. I expected that one to be rough, and he showed that it wasn't. And so I'm still hopeful for him. I, I do not, I do not read ERAs this early in the year. Like it's not going to happen. They don't matter unless they're good. Then you can say they matter. <laughs> right. But anyway. The, the one that's been really frustrating to me is JT Brubaker because I watch and I'm like, he doesn't have it. 
And then in the end, I look back and I'm like, I mean, if it wasn't for this or this, right? He had the one bad yeah. inning on his one on his on the start before today. Today it was like the first inning was rough, and then you know it kind of caught up with him a little bit. But it it felt like there was a lot of things that he's doing well. What was that? It. Is that the one in Milwaukee? He had the, the bad second inning. He had a one, two, three, first inning, a one, two, three, third inning, a one, two, three, fourth inning, and a fifth inning. Yeah. 15, this, eight, 16, 18 pitches I have in yeah. my notes. Like those are all pretty effective innings. And then he had a second inning that was awful. But even then, like he had two outs before the error was made. And yeah. then he walked a guy, a broken bat double to Colton Wong. Like, he snaps a bat there, and because of that, it's a bloop double, and he gets the next guy. He threw 11 pitches in that inning that he didn't have to throw, and it would have been another inning that, you know what I'm saying? He can limit, if he can limit that damage, you can't you can't fall apart in, in, uh, once there's an error. Right. You know what I'm saying? You expect, I mean, he, he walked a guy, and really the pitch of the broken bat wasn't like a great pitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and yeah, and I'm just gonna go flip flip side of that. It was a good example of today. Will Crow's in to pitch, gives up a uh, what, what was it? I think he just gave up a, a single, and then Patrick Wisdom comes up and hits this blooper. I'm not even gonna say blooper. It was a fly ball on the infield, and it, yeah. and it dropped behind first base. It was a pop up. Should have been pop up. That's a good word. It should have been caught easily by Yoshi or Chavis. It should have been, yeah, should have been caught by Chavis. Could have also been caught by Yoshi. That's how I'll say yes. that because that's Chavis's ball. But Yoshi, 100%. when you look at the ball, you're like, Yoshi could have caught that, right? But it 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 is Chavis's ball. But when Chavis is playing in the shift and he's playing behind second base, ah, uh, he had plenty of time. Yeah, I understand. What he you're had, saying, plenty, but he had time. plenty of time to get and he there. Could, he could, but Yoshi's, I mean, come on, man. You got to see where your defense is and be like, oh, I could help on this one. And he I shut it go, down when he saw, catch. yeah, he shut it down when he saw Chavis coming. He shut it down when he thought he, never mind. Um, anyway. No, 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 go ahead with that. <laughs> <laughs> he shut it down because I don't, he probably didn't know where the ball was. Okay. I like it. But that's it, just Yoshi's defense. But, yeah. you know, more on Crow that. comes back. It just, Shuts them down. Yeah. He says, "All right, I guess I'm gonna take care of this." Yeah. Not. Oh man, my team didn't get. To, oh, what and, do I do think, now? and I don't think. And I don't that think that Brubaker's thinking that. Yeah. Right. But but still, when your defense, because your defense picks you up, especially as a Absolutely. starter. Yeah. Especially when you got Key Brian over there, and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I know what happened today, but like, there's a run because of a of a. Key Brian Hayes error that was, I mean, it's a bad error. You're going to have yeah, those. those. Yeah. But those words are going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So for the, uh, well, and that's who we're talking about. We're talking, we're talking Brew Baker in that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just, you got to find ways to get through that. And so another one today with an error behind him and that run ends up scoring. So he gave up the two runs in three innings. One of them earned. Not bad. Um, he strikes out four, which were he had to he had to K three in that first inning. Here's a question for you. I think we've had this discussion maybe last year at some point, but you know, we've got some new people listening. 
if you strike out three batters in an inning where you gave up two runs and three hits, did you strike out the side? Yeah. No, you didn't. You did. I think that's a garbage way of saying it. I think the whole side, the whole side, you strike out the whole, you didn't. You got all three outs via the strikeout, but you didn't do it. You didn't do everyone who came up, you struck out. No, that's but what you still I think. Struck out the side. I don't think so. I think the only way you can strike out the side is if you if you struck everyone out who came up during that side of the inning, and that's you fair. and he didn't. He gave up hits and errors and all that stuff. He didn't strike out. I can see your the point. Side. Yeah, but I'm I've not, seen I mean, a lot gonna... of people say that in the past where they've said, "Oh, I struck out the side, gave up a couple hits," but and I'm like, "That's not the side." There's there's five people on that side that time, and you gave up. That's a, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's two sides to an inning. Yep. And if you strike out the side, you have to strike out everybody who comes up to bat. That's my That's opinion. Fair. That's fair. I thought it was fact, but the more I see it, the it's actually, I mean, it's not, it's out there. A lot of people yeah. see if you get all three outs via the strikeout, you strike out the side. And I was like, I, I don't know if that's defined somewhere, but if so, I would assume that that's not right. <laughs> But that's a, yeah, that's, that's that that's I'd the do. way I'll I look at one. it. So listen, guys, send us something and let us know. Strike out the side. Is it everybody who comes up to plate in that side of the inning, or if you get all three via the strikeout, it counts? And is that also new school because you just want somebody to have a trophy? Uh, oh, I didn't. That's not what I. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> side note on uh, on pitching today with. With Stratton coming in in danger, or in that inning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, not really in danger, just after the homer. They gave that error to Stratton. The throw to first. That, that hit the web of Yoshi's glove, and he wasn't diving. It's right. Yoshi's error. Absolutely. That's terrible. There was a couple scoring mistakes today, which I'm, I'm okay with the one because it gives Diego Castillo a hit, but really Diego Castillo went 0 for 5 today. <laughs> really he went over five yeah. today like that ball he i don't care if he hit it 200 well if he hit it 200 miles an hour i'm giving him a hit <laughs> absolutely but that's a play that needs to be made in in major league baseball you just take yeah. one step up catch it on the short hop and toss it over to first like it wasn't even anyway it was like, like 98 off the bat 99 something like that something like that yeah yeah so g- good job but it's still an error they just were taking it easy on that guy because he's made a bunch of errors already. <laughs> Hometown scoring. Yeah, except they had it. Remember we said when we watched yeah. the televis- televised, they they called an error real quick. And actually, you know, Rock said, no, I think they're going to rule that a hit. And I'm like, well, they could have ruled Key Bryan's a hit then too because it was basically the same thing except it was two hops instead of one. Yeah. But anyway. Zach Thompson, I... <sighs> You know, I he was one of the guys that I wasn't as worried about coming into this season because I just thought he doesn't depend on overpowering stuff. He just throws and he's like he spots, he locates, he he's got, you know, good feel for his stuff. And I didn't think he was going to be 324 all season like he you know what I mean? Like that was there was a little right. bit of help there last year, I think. Not a little bit of help, but maybe a hot streak or something. But I wasn't like thinking that I was going to be frustrated the way that I have been. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. 
I, like, I don't know why I wasn't. I just thought this guy's a, this guy's a pitcher. He's a little bit older. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I just, I, I'm in the same boat. I didn't, I didn't have much worries. I was like, you know, it'll be a four ERA and yeah, I'm even saying like, you know, four, four fifty, And I, and like, I was okay with that, but like, yeah, I'm, you know, I haven't been that impressed. Yeah. He's, he's shown some spurt, some spots in his, some of his starts where he's looked really good, but he's I mean, just not a guy who yesterday. I'm going to like that. We have like, when we've talked about a couple times with Rowanzi pitching where it was electric mm-hmm. and I don't ever think you're going to get that from Zach Thompson. No, I never thought you'd get that from Will Crow until this year, but yeah. Anyway. That's kind of where I'm at with him. What do we got on him? He's started three games and he's 0-2. Uh, our starters don't they don't have a win yet. But none of them have really excuse me, none of them have really pitched long enough. If this Keller, continues Keller did in his last game a loss against Milwaukee. He pitched five and five and a third. Oh, he pitched five and a third, yeah. You can get a loss. Pretty easy to get a loss, but harder yeah. to get a win. Um, which is another reason. If if they continue like if this continues, if this isn't a shortened spring training thing with these pitchers being taken out so early, if they continue to use pitchers like this, which is, I'm almost at the place where I'm thinking I could see this happening. I could see teams going to this model, call it piggyback or any more. I don't even think that's it. I think if you can have multiple relievers going two innings, and you've got four innings covered by a couple relievers, and if you have three guys like that, you could really piece that together every day and then have your aces go long? No, don't tell me what you think because I know you're like, nope, I want my guy to go seven, eight innings. That's not what I'm saying. Continue your thought. Okay. I think outside of your ones and twos and some teams threes, right? Mm-hmm. I think you could put a like a decent staff together of like more than five starters that are capable of doing what Will Crow and Dylan Peters have done so far. And I know like maybe I'm getting a little too far into that, but I mean, I don't see why that doesn't work. I think you're just going to over overuse them, but you're not They're They're already starters. Yeah, but you're not using them every fifth day. You're using them every other day. Well, like. you, but in this case, you know, the pirates don't have a one and two. To go se- to go six seven innings, right? Right. So on the good teams, you get your you get your guys. They can go long, but instead of sending a guy out there for if you can give me four innings, dude, I'll move on to these guys, and I'm already in the eighth and ninth inning. Yeah, but it, if you do that, you're not going to do that with your one two three guys, and then have your four or five guys do that. You're going to have your ace and maybe your two. And then you're going to throw one of those guys in there, and then you're going to need to throw your three. What are you talking? What do you mean? Split those starts up. No, you're going to have to split your four Why or five would guys you? up. If you've got three guys, we've got three guys who can do this on this team. Because you're forgetting that Underwood right now is on the injured list, and he's a two inning guy. Yeah. Now I know he's not shown to be what we're seeing right now out of these guys who are lights out. I mean, shoot, Bednar's gone two innings this year, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but these guys are doing a day in and day out, sometimes a little over, sometimes a little under, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And I just think that why, why wouldn't you, if you were able to say, you've got all these guys on our, on our roster right now. Now, granted, I don't know that 
any of these guys really fit that. You could say Mitch Keller would fit into that. How many pitches did Dylan Peters throw today? I can pull that up real quick. Dylan Peters threw, what did he do? He did two and two thirds. Two and two thirds. He did. He threw 43 pitches, the same as the same as Brubaker. And Brubaker's gonna get four days off. Dylan Peters is only gonna get two days off. On this staff. Three days. On this staff. And he's got Monday off already. Right. I'm just saying. And the next time he comes in, the next time he comes in, he only throws one inning. It's just asking a lot out of those guys out of the pen. I don't think it's a model that's sustainable for 162 games. Okay. But I think, I think if you're on, I think we do what we got to do. I'm not saying this is bad for us by any means. It's working. Is Will Crow the same? Is he, does he have the same appeal to him if he only goes one inning? I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yes. To me, yes. I mean, he's going to go out and be like, I think what's been so impressive about him is the fact that he's going more than an inning doing this. But it would, I would be equally impressed as he's if he goes out, does his job for an inning, and comes in. But equally wh- as impressed. So why why is it if I go five days, if I throw eighty pitches, and then get four days off, and I can go eighty again, then why can't in those five days why couldn't I go twice for forty pitches? It's the same thing. You get your days off him, and, and and usually You're they don't not go forty pitches. Wrong, but. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not going 80. You don't need four right. days off. You could go no, with not, a couple I'm not days off. You need four days. I'm, you, but you need a few days. You could go a couple days and be bounced back from 40, especially if your next outing is only 20. I mean, you could you could technically, if you throw 40 pitches in a day, you can come back in two days. Like you can have one day off and come back. There you go. But you're not going to be able to do that all, all year. year, right? Yeah. The next time you come out, it might be a short outing. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand that, but I'm just saying. You could put together something like this. I'm telling you right now, Will Crow, and we'll go into him right now because he's been really exciting. He's doing what he's doing, not because he figured something out, in my opinion. I think he's doing what he's doing because he's realizing, well, if I only have to throw half the amount of pitches, I can go a little harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think his whole his whole attitude's changed. I, it is. It, there's a lot of confidence going on there, and I, and I'm sure that Will Crow will tell you I would be just as effective as a starter, and he should tell you that. I want that mm-hmm. from him. Uh, but I'm just telling you right now, if I know I only have to throw 20 to 40 pitches, versus trying to save my arm to to go deep, like I'm gonna throw bullets. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm not. I, my arm's dead. But <laughs> wow. if I'm Will Crow, I'm gonna throw bullets. And that looks like that's what he's doing. I think there's something to it. I think that these fringe starters, when you give them an opportunity to say, hey, you don't have to last that long, then they maximize. They cut out a pitch that's maybe not that good. Right? Now I only have I really only need two pitches because I'm only going to face a guy once. Never going to face a guy twice in a game. Maybe twice in a series, but you know what I mean? So I only need two pitches. I loved, I loved the Patrick wisdom at bat. Was it wisdom? Where, but it was, was it, oh, I'm losing my train of thought. That was, um, where there was change up, change up, change up, or a curveball. I can't remember which one it was, but it was off speed. Yeah. Four straight off speeds. Filed two of them off. It was, and then it, we were like, come out for a mound visit, Russell, or 
I almost said Russell Martin. Roberto yes. Perez comes out, talks to him, and he's like, there's no way he's going to come back to this curveball. No way. Throws high, way out of the, like, way out of the zone. No chance of a swing. And then uh, it was Stratton. It was just Stratton at bat against Wisdom. Then he's like, okay. So he he did this. Now he's coming back off speed. And he says, nope, high in the, in the zone this time. No chance. Yeah. I loved that at bat. That was a strat. That was Stratton pitching. Stratton, yeah. yeah. Stratton's worked himself balls. into some jams and got himself out of them too, mm-hmm. and not gotten himself out of them. Uh, but I think he's fine too. He's been he's been good. Aside from it's that his one average, his average. If if you're in the spin rates, his average spin rate on his curveball right now is ridiculous. It's like thirty two hundred, thirty four hundred, and the league average is like. 28. I like that they clarified that they meant for this year. Yeah. I wonder what that looked like last year and this time. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Bryce Wilson. Man, he's just so inconsistent. Do you see anything there that makes you more interested? I do. He's got stuff. And I just don't see it. And I'm not a. Pitching guy. I think he much, could be. I think he could be a guy. We we shift to the bullpen. And I think he it would benefit him. I would be curious to see that he seems so like passive, and you know what I mean. Maybe that Will Crow thing. Maybe there's a mentality piece of it that you got to get to, but you don't have to. I mean, Will Crow's been like that because of confidence, but that's not saying that Will Crow didn't used to be like that. I mean, like every one of these pitchers, no matter how bad they are, dominated most of their life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. but Bryce Wilson just seems so quiet all the time. And I, I think like, and I don't mean like, oh, he's not talking. I mean, his body language is, is you know what I'm saying? He's calm yeah. and he's quiet. And a lot of times you like that sort of thing. But in this case, I feel like he's, I feel like he pitches soft at times. And I don't, maybe I'm wrong about that. That's just, that's the vibe I'm getting right now that makes me kind of think, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't, what's well, what's in the tank if he goes to the bullpen? Give it to me now because you're not going more than three innings right now. So go ahead and pretend that you're only going to throw 40 pitches because <laughs> it's about, I mean, like I know he's getting like more than that, but it doesn't feel like it because he's, he's not efficient. There's just not a lot to like. And maybe that maybe I'm missing, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm yeah. getting mixed up in, you know, what the results are versus, because his ERA is right around the same thing that Brubaker and Keller's at, even though I think those two have the ability to take a turn to do something different, and I'm not seeing those types of things from from Bryce Wilson. And I haven't since, like I told you early in spring, that there was something that, that didn't feel right. And I was looking yeah. forward to seeing him to see if something would click with him, but since he's shown up, I've been like, ugh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and it's a it's a valid like concern. It's not like I've seen a lot. I just he he's definitely got some stuff he can play with. I just I'd like to see him in a bullpen role to see if he could just come out and turn a corner with letting things loose. Eight walks and six strikeouts. I mean, that's the thing that stands out to me. Quintana is eight and eight. Everybody else is really on the on the side. You, I mean, Zach Thompson's seven and nine. That's not good either. And Brew Baker's eleven and seven. Like the walks have to stop. Yeah. But like Mitch Keller, five and fifteen. You know, that's a little better. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we just don't have that from those guys. You look through our bullpen, it's almost all good. Like almost all three, really good. Three to one is what you typically Yeah, Diego Castillo's walked one. He hasn't struck anybody out, but <laughs> three three to one is is the your kind of starting point. And that's where Keller's at. Nobody else is that's there. That's where Keller's at. Nobody else is there. I mean, like I said, till you get to the bullpen. Then we have better better things there. Heath Embry's that that different guy. You kind of said before we hit record that you're like, yeah, I'm not. I don't know if I trust him yet. He's got five walks and only three punch outs, uh, but he's only given up two runs. So, and to and one of them was today the solo homer to Ian Happ. So he'd only had one run given up before that. So I mean, yeah. like there's still there's still an effectiveness there in eight games. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he's your typical short. He's gonna get me an out too maybe a full inning, get me out of a jam. Not like what we've seen from Dylan Peters and Will Crow, who have pitched in, uh, well, less games than him and yeah. and way more innings kind of a thing. You know what I mean? But other than that, like, Miggy Yahoo, four walks too. So give me Miggy. You said you wanted to talk about Miggy Yahoo a little bit. What do you got yeah, there? Yeah, I just, <clears throat> I'd like to see him. And I'm hoping he's the, the the twenty eighth man on this roster, I hope it goes that away. We can yeah, we can kind of send him back to AAA. Yeah, get him in the starting rotation. He's and a he's starter. been a two inning guy when he's come in, and and it hasn't been pretty. And I think he needs to get in. I, he I think he needs to get into a rhythm. He needs to get into a routine, pregame routine that works for him. I just. I just don't think he's getting what he needs to get out of his warming up in the bullpen. You think he's there though? Like you think he's ready aside no. from, aside from that? I think or he's th- ready for triple a. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. no, you don't think he's ready yet. It, no. if, if Howard and Underwood are not injured, then Fletcher and Yohore are not on this roster. Right. So, by the way, Max Kranich, I think, uh, putting up some serious velocity in his rehabs. Kind of interesting to see. Serious velocity. Yeah. Um, is there anybody we didn't really cover? I mean, uh, this Dylan Peters-Will Crow thing is the story right now. Even though For David sure. Bednar is very close. I love what Shelton is doing with Bednar right now, or whether it's Shelton's call or, you know, I know that they've, you know, they've got a lot of heads going together. On these on these sort of things, and Bednar's been dude. That tonight was awesome, or today yeah. was awesome. The way that he just flat out said, "Wilson Contreras, sit down. Mm-hmm. I'm done messing around." And then what's Schwindel comes in and he's like, "You can hit it, you can name it," and just blew it by him. I mean, down the middle, you couldn't hit it. Yeah, so nuts. He's legit, right? I mean, he's legit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we've all seen enough of him to know he's legit. All right, we're we're like blowing through our time here that we thought we were going to take on this. Um, I honestly did not think that we could take up that much time talking about this pitching because I've been kind of frustrated with it. But at the same time, it's really been a roller coaster. It's kind of been all over the place. Um, we had another thing we were going to talk about. I say let's close with our thoughts on this and move on and. And and save some of these, maybe some of our thoughts on this for another day. Um, we talked last week about overreaction season. 
well, it's about time that we can just react to things. Um, I'll give you a comparison. Major League Baseball has always been and always will be a day-to-day sport. So I don't care what you've done yesterday. I care what you can do for me today, tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. One NFL game is similar to about nine or ten games, nine and a half games of Major League Baseball. So we're not even through the second game yet. So while you say, okay, well, give me a couple more games and we're through two NFL games. By the time there's two NFL games, you got kind of a thing where you say, you're running out of time to turn this thing around, right? Or he hasn't faltered yet, Will Crow, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if we give the NFL, and I don't know if what you guys do, but I know for me, I'm looking at about three weeks of the NFL season. And maybe not wins and losses because there's so more there's so much more important, right? We're one and one. If you right. say that, like in football, we're one and one right now, essentially. Um, but like if I have a guy who's just lights out on fire right now, do it for three weeks and I'll believe it. And even then, anything can happen. But do it for three weeks and I'll say, that wasn't a fluke. Right? right. Michael Chavis. Do it for three weeks. Do it for Two NFL games, right? Give me 20 games of what you've been doing. He's shown that that's just not possible in baseball because he was so on fire. Right. I know it's not like a complete science. A guy can have a a first half that's bad and bounce back the second half. We've got a lot of guys who might not get a second half if they don't do well in the first half. Right? We've got a lot of... Brian Reynolds can come out here, have a bad first half, and have a good second half, and he would get that opportunity to do it. I don't know Cole Tucker gets that opportunity. I don't know. I mean, Hoy Park's already not getting that opportunity. Michael Chavis could be a guy that doesn't get an opportunity. I mean, he's already shown. he's He'll probably get it because of what he just did. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, these are guys who are in that part of their career where you might say, I don't know if you get that opportunity to have it. But anyway, with that said, we're not that far into the season yet, but it is time to start thinking about you know, Cole Tucker, you need to sit down for a few games. Maybe I'll let you give another shot. He's gotten the lion's share of the starts so far. Maybe that starts mm-hmm. to change because the hitting's not. Kevin Newman, on the other hand, you've seen things. Enough to say, yeah, I think I can keep him going. You've seen enough from Michael Chavis to get more playing time. You know what I'm saying? You've seen enough of Hoy Park to send him down. <laughs> and you yeah. know, that's so that's what I'm saying. Yes, you can start seeing those sort of things. Brian Reynolds, you got thoughts on Brian Reynolds? I do. You do. Um, real quick, my my biggest comp to Brian Reynolds right now in the season he's having is Freddie Freeman from last year. Freddie Freeman last year, April through May, was batting two thirty five. He has he hits July, hits three seventy one in the month of July. By the end of the year, last twenty eight games, he bats three thirty. He hits 327 on the season after batting 235 April through May. Brian yeah, Reynolds is months. scuffling. Brian Reynolds is scuffling right now. It's a it's a big deal. But so the, the question, time, yeah, the question is not even to get him to 327, but like right. you said that Freeman, so he hit fine in June and you know he hit Freddie Freeman for those months, but he had a July that was out of this world. So the question right. is, Brian Reynolds, are you going to have a, a month where you bat what was it? What'd you say? Three. He he batted three seventy one in July. Okay. Freddie did, and Reynolds, 
you go back to 2021, last year, July, he batted 376. June, I thought you said. Yeah, doesn't June, matter. He did it for doesn't a month. Matter. For a month, he batted 376. So it's he has that in his. Yeah, he's got it in his pocket to be able to have a month like that and get back to. Like I said, if he gets back, he doesn't have to get back to 327. He doesn't. He doesn't have to get back to 300. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. He gets me. He gets me to 290, and it's still a great that's a year. Good year. Yep. Even though he's right now sitting under the Mendoza line, he's the kind of guy that can turn it on for a month and be fine. Yeah. How you many games How many games do you play in 2 months? Yeah, roughly 28 games a month, like 56. So almost the 2020 season. So if yeah. if last year was 2020, Freddie Freeman would have hit around the 230s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You see what I'm saying here? Yep. <laughs> Sometimes that happens and he still turned it around and hit 327 in that same year. Meaning Brian Reynolds could have actually turned around and had a decent year in 2020 had it been a longer season. It's a good point. And he has it in the pocket. So with that said, yes, there are times, and and we're getting to that time where you need to start thinking. I mean, I'll put Vogel back in that. Right now, I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag with him. It's kind of, he's doing well. He is. I mean, he's hitting over 300. He's the only one consistently threatening to hit home runs and it's there. You're still waiting a little bit longer to say like, all right, I'm in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now as a fan, I mean, we're obviously in like, we want to see these guys do well, period. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overreaction season, probably, probably over. I think we're now, like I said, we're now in like the fourth quarter of the second game. And I think by then, you would want to see your quarterback playing well or else you start worrying. It doesn't mean that he's done. It doesn't mean that any of these guys are like, ah, I'm done. No, but you can start worrying about some of these guys who are struggling. Cole Tucker in spring training looked like there was more going on. It feels like he's abandoned all of those things. And he's one of the big ones that's like, you're running out of time, dude. And as as Twitter knows, I, I like Cole Tucker. Not because he's hitting under 200, but because I think he's a fun dude. Has nothing to do with baseball, why I like him. I would like to like his baseball, too. He's making that hard. Making that hard. (laughs) I think he's one of those guys the Dodgers are going to end up picking up and turning him into Justin Turner, Max Muncy. Like, I just think it's going to happen. They just have a knack for that. And I'm not there yet, but maybe a good chance he's not going to do this for the Pirates. Maybe yeah. he figures it out with, you know, another club. But I'm not there yet. Just just saying. Getting close. Right. Love to see him do well. Just like the rest of these guys. I'd love to see him do well. It's our buckos out there right now. You know what I'm saying? They're battling. They're battling. Uh and and I'll say like you gotta clean it up, but like it might they might they might not. Like we know that. <laughs> we know that yeah. some of these guys might not clean it up. That's what we knew we were getting into before the season. It's been fun being 500. Maybe we'll see this. Maybe they'll go through. All they got to have is a couple hot streaks because you know they're going to have cold streaks. It's baseball. That's what happens. Have a couple hot streaks. You never know. Yeah. O'Neill Cruz, last thing about these guys who are sl- starting off slow. O'Neill Cruz hit his first home run today. A walk off. Yeah, it was a line drive. 
walk-off home run, two-run homer in the 11th. They were down one. Yeah. Smokes a two-run homer, stood at the plate. Chucked his bat. Chucked his bat. Uh, you could tell there was a little bit of frustration in that. You know what I'm saying? Finally, I like felt he, like yeah. When he when he rounded second base, he likes looks 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 at his watch like it's about time. Yeah, it's an old that's a that's a bowling term we use when we don't strike in the first game. We finally get a strike. We're like, what time is it? <laughs> it's about time. It's about time. It'll well, be fine. it's about It'll time for this week's show to be over. Um. Maybe next week we will go over some of the some of the minor league guys, um, but we'll also it's about see. That time. It's about that time. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I'll, maybe we'll also see, um, you know, what's going on this week and stuff like that, and see how it happens. And uh, also, I should probably say, maybe one of these weeks we get like a really short episode. Really short. Because <laughs> we're we're about to we're about to have our our. The reason I say short one and not like skip one. And I'm still on not skip one. when it's your third kid, dude, you can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you can figure it out. Uh, maybe for the first kid, you're like, okay, what do we do? But third one's like, just put him in the corner and figure it out. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. He's crying. Eh, he needs his mom. <laughs> not me. <laughs> That's going to be it pretty much for a long time. Okay. Yeah, but she's, anyway, she's due very soon. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Um, but until then, let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two October. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!